You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This, 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 this is Views from Midstream. Now, here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. The Views from Midstream podcast rolls on, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, wherever major podcaster found you will find the views from Min Street Podcast. My name is Rob Brown, the great one, Lonzo Reitzel, your host. Do us a favor. If this is your first time listening to the pod, if you have just discovered us, do us a favor. Go click subscribe and go hit the little bell or the little heart or whatever it is that you click on the podcast provider of your choice so that you are notified every time another episode drops. Of course, we've got today. We've got another pod dropping on Wednesday. Wednesday's pod will be a lot of a lot of updates, a lot of midweek updates as we steam towards the weekend. And then Friday's pod, obviously, will be our pod where we will preview this week's matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. Couple of other bits of news and notes that I wanted to get. So uh, Dante Jackson is headed to the IR Dante has got a torn Achilles, and that obviously is going to wrap up his season, unfortunately, uh, which is too bad. Dante Jackson uh, has been good. It's a a season-ending injury, and the unfortunate part, aside from the fact that Dante Jackson is obviously going to be getting himself ready for... Uh, our return next season, it leaves our cornerback position really thin at this point. We are now in a spot where you don't have a lot of depth at that position already. It's a spot we've had some injury concerns for previous guys. Uh, You got CJ Henderson, who is likely going to be moving into a starting role now alongside JC Horn on the other side. And CJ has been questionable in a lot of spots this year has given up some big plays. Uh, it, it, it is going to add, I think a little bit of pressure specifically on to obviously on Henderson, but on woods on Hartsfield when he gets back on Jeremy chin to kind of help the cornerbacks out and not be able to play as free as the safety spot. I mean, it's great to have JC on one side considering how good, how good he's been. But Dante going to IR is a blow, frankly, Lonzo, at the one position that I don't think we could really afford another season-ending injury. All right. This was also addressed in the Steve Wilkes press conference, and he said they're going to be looking to to uh, maybe bring some guys in. I don't know who's available at this point in the season, um, but um, 
they're going to be looking there. And also Jeremy Chin, I think, is is one week away. So uh, he is on the mend. He's out there, should be back soon, but probably not this week. It is uh, it's going to be interesting at the cornerback position, because like we said, you got uh, you got CJ who is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, uh, but a very average cornerback. All right. Definition of average. He, he's, he's serviceable. He can do good enough. I just went and I pulled up, uh, I pulled up the list of players that are available right now at cornerback as free agents. That list is led by 30 year old Marcus Peters by 30 year old Bradley Roby. Uh, there it's, it's, it's unfortunately, uh, not a very good list. Uh, as of right now, there's just not a lot left. James Bradbury is 30, uh, 29 and a half. John Jones is 29. There's not real, uh, not really, pardon me. A lot of guys that jump off the page right now, immediately available, uh, to be picked up at the moment. So, you know, I, I sure like you want to bring in guys and there's going to be practice squad guys around the league that you can make moves on. But I don't know that any of them give you any sort of confidence that is going to be any higher than what you have in Henderson right now. Uh, hate it. Hate it for him. The one guy that I'm intrigued to see what he does, if he can step up and kind of develop his career a little bit is Tay Hayes. Tay Hayes out of Appalachian State in his second season. Uh, he's only got a couple of tackles on the year, but they haven't really called him into service so far this year. Uh, he ended up with a couple of sack uh, of tackles against Cincinnati. He had one against the Rams a few weeks ago. Most of those have been solo tackles, but he's a young guy out of a smaller college in Appalachian State. And, you know, this is this is Lonzo. This is one of those times to be cliche. Uh, I hate the phrase next man up mentality, right? Because obviously that's how it works. And, you know, if you weren't the next man up, you would be the man. Well, Tay's going to get his chance now to show that he is the guy. But, you know, even if he steps up and, and turns into a playmaker and gives us another option, we're just thin at cornerback right now. And fortunately, we don't have uh, that many more uh, incredible quarterbacks standing between us in the end of the year, but we do have to play that Brady guy again. That's a team with a lead and a half, uh, a lead, a lead of a game and a half in the NFC South. Uh, we got Lamar this weekend. We've got Geno Smith, who's played some good football down the line, uh, and we'll see what New Orleans rolls at the end of the year. Uh, you know, this is just a spot we really couldn't afford an injury. And here we are with Dante going down for the year, which is, I, I hate it for him, man. He was having a season and now we're not going to see him again until next fall. See, I know you don't like next man up, but the thing is, uh, unless someone retires, there's always going to be a next man up. And will one of these young guys who gets a shot, get out on the field and you find out, okay, maybe there's something more there than what you thought because he's more of a guy who shines at a game. There are people who practice well, and there are people who play well, and there are some people who do both. But then there's that guy that you don't think can do anything. He gets out there because you have no choice, and suddenly you go, why didn't I see that? Maybe I don't ever need to take him off the field again. It can happen. 
It could it could definitely happen. All right, let me. Uh, I'm going to throw one more out there at nothing. you. Nothing. It gives me it gives me nothing. You know, it just is no no positivity at all. I just listen. I it's it's uh, it's silly. Like I said, I I understand the next man up mentality and why it exists. It just it dry. It's one of those coach speak phrases that absolutely drives me up the wall because it, it's it's meant to sound like the next guy steps up and we don't lose anything, right? The next man steps up and we don't lose anything. We're going to be fine. Just the next guy up. It is what it is. Just the next way up. Um, The problem is that if you weren't going to lose anything, if there was no drop off, then you would be split in time, right? Like it just, it doesn't make sense to say, Oh, we're going to be just as good. No, you're not. That's why that guy's a backup. So you've never been the next man up. I have, I have, uh, I have in my position, I've covered someone's vacation and then they let them go because I did so well. I mean, I've been in that position before and it's just like you get a phone call like, oh, you're this, you're the guy now. So it can absolutely happen. And maybe it's the case this time. And I hope so. So Rob Brown can come back on this here podcast and go, you know what? I was wrong. I was absolutely wrong. Look at that guy go. Look, I hope I'm saying that about Tay. I really do. I hope in a couple of weeks we look and we go, damn, Tay Hayes was on the set. He was a second string guy. Like he was hanging out back there behind Dante. But Dante was really good. And Tay was about fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. This guy comes in and lights it up. But I believe it when I see it, right? Like I believe it when I see it. All right. Let me get uh, let me get one more thought in here before we take a break. Uh, and come back to wrap up this pod. I uh, I was thinking about as I watched the end of the San Francisco Los Angeles game, uh, where I was continuing to uh, LOL at the LOLA Rams, uh, who fell to the 49ers. Uh, this San Francisco offense with Christian McCaffrey, who scored again back-to-back weeks with a touchdown uh, for CMC. I watched somebody on social media ask the question, and I think a very fair one. With the amount of talent that CMC has, why was the Carolina Panther offense struggling the way that it was struggling when they had such a utilitarian playmaker back there in formerly the artist formerly known as 22. And I kind of went back and I watched some of the games from earlier in this season. I went back and watched a couple of the games from early last year before CMC got hurt. And I've got a little bit of a theory about that, which is kind of why I'm interested to see how this offense continues to develop and evolve as we, we move forward in the Steve Wilkes era. And then the, whoever is the head coach next year era. Uh, I think we kind of hamstrung her a little bit. We've seen offenses do this quite a bit, really at every level of football. I kind of think we maybe hamstrung ourselves a little bit, Zoe, and limited what guys like DJ and TMJ are able to do because when you have a guy that's as much of a playmaker as Christian McCaffrey, it becomes very easy to overuse that cat, which may have led to some of the injuries too, It becomes easy to overuse that guy. It becomes easy to kind of start using that talented of a player as a crutch, right? Like you, you stop looking 
for plays around the field because you know CMC is right there and available. Uh, And obviously, the more you lean on him as a crutch in the offense, the more you lean on him as the focus, as the mainstay on the offense, the more defenses are able to cue uh, cue in on him. It's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You guys are going to give the ball to 22. We're going to cue in on you uh, to go stop 22 and the quarterback. And when we do, because he is your crutch, you're going to lean more into giving the ball to 22. I think that we kind of hit a spot. And I'll be interested to see, like I said, how this offense continues to develop moving forward. But I think we kind of hit a spot where we were so reliant on that guy that it hamstrung us from letting other guys develop. And if you look at what Kyle Shanahan is doing just the last two weeks with Christian McCaffrey, he is far from the only guy getting the ball, right? Like Debo is still getting his snaps out of the backfield. Uh, Elijah Mitchell is still getting plenty of carries for the 49ers. They're still letting Jimmy G get it out to the edges away from Christian McCaffrey. I think Matt Rule and to some extent Ben McAdoo uh, and even Joe Brady to some degree kind of got into a spot where they were leaning on 22 so hard that it limited everything else that we would have wanted and been able to do with the football. And now that that crutch has been taken away from us, now that crutch is gone, we're kind of forced to open up the offense a little bit, Zoe. And, you know, I think you go back to Atlanta with the run game, and I think you see that without CMC, we spread the ball a little bit more. And even though the majority of us still runs to Dante Foreman, Chuba Hubbard when he gets back, the fact that it's not so damn predictable has been a big boost for us. All right, you go. You can go further back than the than the couple you missed. You can go all the way back to to Ron Rivera when when uh, McCaffrey first got there. He slowly became the focal point. Period. And you forget that anybody else is on the team. So yeah, if you're a defense from another team, you're going okay. That's they're just using this guy. If he's on the field. He's getting the ball. We'll just stop him. And we've seen other examples of teams where supposedly that was the case. Look at Kansas City with Tyreek Hill. He leaves. What happens? Everybody catches the ball. And you can go back even further with uh, the Carolina Panthers. I always had a problem with Steve Smith Sr. because it seemed like he was the focal point and that Cam Newton at the time had to find him when other guys were open. So, you know, I think it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing, if you're the star, but if you're if you are a star, and you get the ball a lot, because you deserve to get the ball uh, ball a lot. But I think Carolina just focused too much. I mean, how much of the offense was Christian McCaffrey when he was there? Like 70 percent of the offense. You can't do that with one guy. And you're right. Uh, San Francisco is playing him perfectly, and it is weird that Carolina is playing better without him there. But you know what else we're getting? There's no Matt Rule, and they're actually using more than one running back. And they could have done that when Christian McCaffrey was there because the other guys were there when he was there too. Um, we'll see how it pans out by the end of the year. But it's, I, I guess it's addition by subtraction. I hate that, but I guess it is. We will find out because, again, I think the biggest remaining test uh, is going to be this upcoming Sunday on the road to Baltimore, the best defense we have yet to see. Maybe Tampa continues to, to, to grow and get better, but this Baltimore defense is no joke. 
and we're really going to get to see a test of it on Sunday.